Congratulations. Victoria's housing market has rebounded strongly this year. Hammers were falling once again. Buy numbers per option are actually up on last year. Rates, of course, on hold again at 0.25%. National house prices were still rising. A man's home is his castle. And today, it goes under the hammer. Welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. And yes, welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect, making moving easy for you. And of course, if you are an agent interested in using Direct Connect, call 1300 664 715 to see how they can benefit you and your team. I'm Jane Nielden. Each week I'm joined by Stav, who's a company director with O'Brien Real Estate and auctioneer. We talk about the current state of the market, which since we've been doing this together, Stav, has been vastly different from one week to the next. Can I say welcome? And I did not expect to see you with a tiger stripe <laughs> bleached into your hair. Of course, two weeks ago, the Tigers won the premiership. Why are you sporting an almost, it almost looks like a mohawk with a tiger stripe? <laughs> okay, so there is there is a backstory, uh, Jane. So on the weekend, we, uh, we we did some fundraising and we called it Shave for a Cause. And we wanted to support um, Beyond Blue and also Lance Piccioni in Love Me, Love You. So two really great causes. And and seven of our um, people at O'Brien got their heads shaved completely, including Darren Hutchins, one of our directors, <laughs> and their beard. So they're full full shaved. And we had Peter Clark uh, and also Fred uh, from Kachina Dolce that offered extra money if I got a yellow stripe through my hair. <laughs> so the funny thing is they paid 1500 bucks for this yellow stripe and can I tell you, I would have done it for free. I was going to say But I'm not going to tell them great. that. <laughs> I would have thinking, done... we'll stitch him right up and you're like, you know what, I, yeah. I reckon you've got a bit of a dusty twinkle in your eye with oh, that just stripe a little bit. on. <laughs> Excellent. Well, look, it is part of the O'Brien philosophy though, isn't it? Giving back to the community. So it's really yeah. great to hear. Uh, sorry, how many Ks was the bike ride you did for charity on Sunday? So the Sunday? bike ride was 100 uh, kilometres. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we raised $5,000 uh, in that event and about $10,000 in the um, in the haircuts. So, yeah, it was great. Ah, so he's got a new haircut and a sore saddle after 100 kilometres, but well done for uh, raising all that money for charity. Now, Stav, in just a moment, we're going to meet our guests today, Jessica Voise and Karen Kelly from Kikai Styling. And I think if there's one thing we've heard on the show over the last couple of months, it's get ready, prepare, and if you want to sell, just make your house look beautiful. And that's certainly what the team at Kikai Styling do. Uh, Stav, firstly, though, wow moments. You said, I've got a lot of wow for you today. Have you? I mean, I'm kind of like thinking... Surely the stats can't suddenly just blow our minds. Things are gradually happening here mm. in Melbourne now that lockdown's over. It's not gradually doing anything, is it? No, no. Look, it, it was a wow week in real estate. And look, I've been doing this caper for over 30 years and I've never had a week like this. You know, unexpected, you know, extraordinary move by the Reserve Bank yesterday. They cut the official rates, lowering it uh, by 15 basis points. But that wasn't the, the just the biggest wow factor. The other thing is that was the lowest rates in history. And the quote is that we're not going to raise the rates for up to three years. So it was quoted. That wasn't me saying that. That's what was quoted yesterday. But the other wow moment was 7,000 transactions in a week. Now, look, I've worked in real estate in other parts of the world as well, including Greece. They wouldn't do 7,000 transactions in a year for the whole of Greece. (laughs) Yet we did those in Australia for the week. So if we had a heat map right now and we saw the internal migration and the movement, like a heat map movement, 
we are literally unstable at the moment. So we're, if I'm here, I want to be there. And it's all different reasons, whether I'm, my job's relocating because they're not going to work from the city anymore, they're going to work out in the suburbs. Um, we're looking at things like the, the busiest Woolworths in, in Victoria at the moment is in Benton Square, which is, it, which is an area of Melbourne which is surrounded by uh, houses. It's not even on a main street. It's not on a strip. It's not anywhere in particular where it's, it's just they've, they've put the Woolies in the suburb, like Marriott Waters and things like that. Mm. So there is a huge, huge movement at the moment, uh, and it's a moving, uh, it's a moving target. Incredible, incredible stuff. And I, I know two people who are going to be extremely busy in the weeks to come. And we'll get back to a few more of those stats in a moment. Uh, Jessica Voicey and Karen Kelly from Kiki Styling. Now, the team at Kiki Property Styling work to transform properties into beautiful, marketable, I think the M word there is what we're sort of looking at here, homes ready for sale, rent or display. So welcome to you, Jessica and Karen. Thanks so much for being on Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. And from a year where you were both probably sitting at home unable to access properties to what Stav is saying is a wow week in real estate, things have certainly changed. Jessica, we'll start with you. How are you coping? Thanks for having us. It has been uh, unprecedented is a, is a buzzword that everyone's <laughs> using. So, yeah, we went from being locked down for about 11 weeks to coming back running, mm-hmm. basically, and it's been, really, it's been really exciting. It's been good. And, Karen, for you to finally be plumping the cushions and actually able to access your clients' homes, it must be incredible after so many weeks just knowing that you couldn't do anything, really. I oh, know. We were ready. We were ready. We were prepared. And, um, yeah, and to be able to hit the ground running and and be pulling up some amazing installs and making clients and agents happy, it's, um, yeah, it's quite an achievement. So very proud of our team. Now, for people who may not be so familiar with the word styling, it's a bit like, I mean, you know, 15 years ago, if you'd said to someone, oh, you need to plate up dinner, no one would know what you meant. But of course, thanks to MasterChef, we know. And now, thanks to, you know, people like Shana Blaze and doing incredible shows like Selling Houses Australia, we all know what sort of styling is. But for someone who may be completely new to this, Jessica, can you sort of define what styling a property means? For sure. A lot of the misconception is what people think the difference is between styling for yourself, like uh, for an interior design client, for example, or styling your home ready for sale. So there's a little bit of a differentiation between those. When we're styling a property that people are going to stay in and they're going to live there, we set the property up and we style it um, and design it based around their own, you know, personal styles, their own wants and needs. But when we're styling a property for sale, which is what we do for all of our clients that are selling their homes, we're styling the property based on the best possible solution for that property for the general market. So we're not styling for, you know, for example, Jane, for your specific taste, we're styling for the mass market. So we're looking at the property and, and pulling out the key benefits and the, and the best way to really showcase the true value of the property so that the general market can appreciate the, you know, the good points about the property and, um, yeah, setting it up for sale. I hope that kind of explains it. Yeah. And so, Karen, you sort of said the general market there. So you're not necessarily, even if perhaps the vendors are a couple with no children who have a wine room and two offices, you're really looking at going really general, aren't you, to uh, appeal to the widest number of, of buyers? Yeah, we have to. So we we have to stage to suit the widest possible Um, audience that we can because you just don't know who's looking it could be a downsizer it could be 
yeah, retiree that wants something smaller or a family. You just don't know. So it has to appeal to, to as many people as we possibly can. Now, Stav, are you always kind of gleeful as an agent if you actually talk to the vendor and they say, absolutely, 100% we want to do styling? Like, what's your kind of impression from your end of things? Look, from my point of view, I the way I sell it to a vendor, and of course, you've got to explain it to the vendor and express yourself correctly, because for vendors, it can be alien what we're talking about, because they don't do it every day. But once you start explaining that staging and styling has been around for a hundred years, and all you've got to do is walk down Burke Street Mall uh, at Christmas, that's all staged. That's all yeah. styled. Whether you walk through a, a, a supermarket on, and on the bookends of all the aisles, they've got certain certain products that they're trying to shift or sell. So styling is part of our life. We just don't realise it uh, and it happens professionally. So when I explain it in that manner, that styling is around and it's happening every day and you've taken your kids down to the Burke Street Mall over Christmas, they go, of course we did. Well, that's what styling and staging is. And what these ladies do is they, they maximise for the masses. And I love uh, that you actually said that, Jess. You know, you maximise it for the masses. It's not what my personal taste is. So I, I know Tanya that works uh, in our office and we interviewed her recently. She likes doing all her houses in antique white when she's get, getting them painted. And then she gets them styled and staged accordingly. And part of staging is decluttering as well. That is actually an art, and that is a very difficult conversation, which these ladies have an art in doing to vendors because some vendors can get very offended when you say we've got to declutter or remove this or remove that. So, yeah, so I think it's a – I get very impressed and very chuffed when a vendor agrees with with that. Jessica, is that the case that perhaps um, that definition of decluttering and and just getting rid of stuff before you can even start making things look – beautiful is that something sort of you come across quite a bit oh absolutely karen's probably the best person to speak to that but that's one of the biggest challenges with dealing with vendors is trying to take the emotion out of it and sort of just explain to them why we do what we do and where the benefits are for them in the long run i think karen you probably have more experience with um the feedback from vendors on that one. Oh yeah i've made a couple of people cry <laughs> you don't like my stuff um yeah, it's all about showcasing each space in a home. Um, the less footprints you have in a room, the more spacious it will look. Um, and it's really about helping a buyer to make that emotional connection as well. If there's a lot of personal things going on in a room, it's hard for a buyer to connect. Um, so, yeah, it's it's amazing what a little bit of decluttering and um, taking large furniture out of rooms Um Um, can do for a space. Yeah, you're listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Of course, you can call Direct Connect to make moving easy for you. And if you're an agent interested in using Direct Connect, call them on 1300 664 715 to see how they can benefit you and your team. I'm with Stav from O'Brien's Real Estate and we have Jessica Voicey and Karen Kelly from Kiki Styling with us. And I think you mentioned there that emotional thing. So Stav, for you, is it about hitting a buyer in the gut or in the heart or in the emotional sort of centre as they walk into a property? Is it all about evoking that emotion? Look, it, it is about emotional connection, but you've also got to dance to the music that's playing. And what these ladies do really, really well, yes, we try and reach out to the masses, but if the home is of a certain style, 
you've got to go with that style and colouring as well. You know, if it's a timber sort of um, or a Hamptons look home, you can't go putting industrial furniture in there. So it's not just, you know, the masses, what the masses will like, but it's also fitting the style of furniture to that house. I mean, do you find that, Karen, uh, that, that, you know, how do you get around that? Because obviously there's all these different styles these days. There's minimalists, there's the Hamptons, and I use that because a lot yep. of people are doing that. And then you've got beach homes. There are plenty of different styles, um, Stavros, and I think this is where we were talking about it being out of the seller's hands and trying to stage to suit. But we absolutely have to stage to suit the home, and I think that's – what makes us unique as well is that we have the stock, the inventory um, to be able to style to suit a home and to also keep in tune with what the clients have there. When we do full stages, when a property is empty, we can probably shift in a bit, you know, a bit of a different style every now and then. But when the client's furniture is there and we're asked to do partial stages, what stays sets the theme for the rest. So if they have traditional furniture, we have to stay with the traditional furniture. Can, can I ask, do you do um, specific rooms? Do you do all rooms, bedrooms, bathrooms? Uh, and, and more particularly, you know, do you look after um, you know, outdoor areas and outdoor entertaining like pergolas and deckings? Um, you know, what is your, you know, what, what's your inventory uh, cover? Yeah, all of that, every single room in the home with you know, bedrooms and, and living spaces. You know, sometimes we, you know, will make the first rooms at the house really stand out and look amazing or a little bit more formal and then kind of downplay it to a bit of a family environment as you go through the home. Um, even bedrooms, we tend to not make rooms look like a baby's room and or nursery because you, again, you don't know who the buyer is and what they're looking for. So, if it was a family of three girls and we staged it with boy colours, you want the girls to walk in and say, this is my room or, you know, so we try and keep it as um, appealing to all as we, we can. Now, I've heard people say that they don't want to invest in styling, especially if the property is older and in need of a lot of renovation because they want the buyers to see it online and think, ooh, here's a little gem, uh, a diamond in the rough is how people sort of describe it. And perhaps they don't want to pretend the property is something it's not. So if you know it needs a lot of work, they're like, well, what's the point anyway? It's obviously going to need a complete redo. What do you say to that argument that, you know, people think they're getting a bargain if it looks a bit crappy? (laughs) Oh, well, I think or uh, what I try and educate um, our clients on is that styling is, yes, all right, it makes the property look amazing, but staging helps immensely with your online marketing. So think about the buyers at home flicking with their finger through realestate.com, choosing which properties they're going to go and see. Will they want to go see a dump or a diamond in a gem? (laughs) Yeah, it's just... You have to appeal to people online. You have to appeal to them while they're there. Another thing that the staging will do, if it needs a lot of renovation, then maybe, you know, the staging takes the focus away from all of the things that do need to be done to a property. Um, Yeah, I think for vendors these days it is very overwhelming for them it's a huge thing to sell a property and now if you don't paint your walls and change your carpet and get rid of that patterned 50 year old carpet you're doing yourself an injustice so um i would say if a property was going to be knocked down and had no value whatsoever 
then probably not stage, but in any other time I would say stage, 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 stage. Every property should be staged. Yeah, and I guess, you know, then it's what you're saying about trying to appeal to the broadest market. You know, there might only be a few people looking at a knockdown, but a lot more people going, yes, I know there's problems that I can imagine us living in uh, this house. You mentioned the carpet. I was actually online just looking. I always compare my property I own with various rentals in the same sort of price bucket in Ballarat. I cannot believe how much 70s carpet is still kicking around in rental (laughs) places. So I noticed and I was thinking, I don't think people style to rent a property, do they? But I reckon 80% of rental listings I looked at over the weekend had been styled. And even if there was no new furniture in, at least they'd actually made sure the cushions and the linen and all of the soft furnishings matched the horrible sort of 70s carpet. So I guess you can do it even if there's limitations. Oh, for sure, Jane. And, you know, you mentioned rental. It's really, really funny. Staging a property, which we've done a few times for various clients, staging a property even for rental, you'll yield a higher return, which in the long run you'll be able to um, request for more like a higher rent because people see a staged property and they – they don't they they don't realize what they're doing but they're actually drawn to it so they won't be able to quantify the reason that they're drawn to the property but something that looks beautiful that looks cohesive that looks like it it works really well they'll be drawn to it for us when we use um when we go into a property jane like our stylists they're all qualified stylists so they're all trained but what they what's most important is that they're trained in um spatial planning so where for me for example i might have a sofa fading facing a certain way for myself living there, a stylist might go in and say, okay, for, you know, from a spatial planning perspective, we're going to move it around this way and it's going to work better to, you know, to present the property that way. And that's where staging, I think, is um, is really important because it really creates interest for the buyer and they don't realise why, but they're drawn to it. I think that that's really important. And then they probably go, oh, yeah, the TV should be over there and the couch should be over here. And it's like, well, you're not actually <laughs> going to be watching the television while you're trying to buy the home stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was actually going to ask the ladies uh, a very uh, interesting question. I wanted to get their thoughts. What is your preference? Is it uh, to stage an empty home, like a blank canvas, or do you prefer to work with what the vendor's already got? And, of course, the blank canvases, that occurs where a property's brand new or a developer's just done a property. But, I mean, do you have a preference out of the two? Oh, Stav, oh, yeah. if we had Utopia, <laughs> it would be a blank canvas every time. It's like anything. If you're starting um, with a blank canvas, you go in and you give it the best possible results um, that you can possibly do. But when you're staging a partial, which we can do and we'll make it work if that's what the vendor wants, and we do a lot of partials, but as Karen said previously, we're bound to the limitations of what they've already got. So instead of you know being able to do carte blanche and do whatever you want, you're kind of a little bit more limited. So absolutely, I'm vacant, Karen, every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's actually a lot uh, It's a lot more difficult for us to stage um, partially. It's uh, very time-consuming and, yeah, it's um, – and you know what? I, I feel sometimes it's underwhelming because we can make it look amazing with the things that we have, but if they have dated furniture and they're just pushed back, I really want my sofa to stay or, you know, I'm scared my dog's going to – jump up in there and wreck your furniture so I really want this sofa to stay to me I feel sometimes that yeah when we do partials it's it's not as amazing as it could look Mm. we do our best we do our best (laughs) now when you mentioned inventory before Stav this is what fascinates me now 
a lot of time on the TV shows, obviously a really big truck comes in from a gigantic warehouse that has a whole lot of generic stuff that you can rent or I'm assuming rent and, and give back once the sale is done. How does it work logistically for you? Do you have a huge uh, Kiki warehouse somewhere or are you drawing on your own props and styling as well as stuff that you can actually rent? Oh, Jane, we're really lucky. We've um, at Kikai, we've had a retail store for a long time, um, so we have got a huge warehouse facility. And when we started the property styling division, um, that has its own inventory, which we kind of send out. The value of the retail in though, Jane, is we have an unlimited supply of inventory. <laughs> so if we've got um, a particular job that needs a specific look and feel, we we've got it, um, and we've got it available to us, which is which I think is why all our properties that we style are never the same. We never ever, which is a big no-no for us, we never ever take stock from one house and just put in another, mm. which um, unfortunately does happen and we see it a lot when we look on properties online. But because we have the access, we've got like over, you know, 20,000 inventory items that we have access to plus what we have on the retail floor. So it's a lot. And, yes, we do have the very big truck that pulls up at the house and, and offloads with a little team of workarounds that sets it all up in the house for everyone. Well, you're on Under the Hammer, thanks to Direct Connect. And our guests today are Jessica Voicey and Karen Kelly from Kikai Styling. And you can find them on Instagram, Facebook and on their website. So would you like to run me through one of your most recent clients and, and talk about the job that you actually did and perhaps the result that you were able to uh, get for them? I've got a few um, case studies that I'd like to share with you and um, probably a, a couple of comments from um, agents. Um, these are O'Brien Real Estate agents. I uh, had an agent tell me the other week that he sells every single property that we stage, you're my good luck charm. Oh. And I said, well, maybe we're not good luck. Maybe staging actually works. Yeah. You create your own luck, don't you? <laughs> I had a client swear at me. He said, no, no, no. He rang and he said, I'm going to swear now. I thought, oh, my gosh, we've done something really wrong. We've just staged this property like three days ago. And um, he rang. He said, I'm going to swear right now. He goes, Karen, I'm telling you, beep, now that if you didn't do what your team did for our property, I feel that we would never have got the amazing result that we had in days and he was ecstatic so these are really feel good things for us we know we do our job well and when we repeatedly get clients emailing and thanking us for our, our efforts um yeah it, it's truly rewarding and then it's the results for, for our agents as well um there is a property um daniel had just prior to lockdown 48 thunderbolt Staged on the 21st of August, listed for 575000 He sold it in two days for 625000 Wow. Um, I know. And then Duke Street, Mark Oliver, the other last week or the week before we staged it, sold in two days, seven offers, listed for 730 to 790 and he sold it for 770000 um, and another recent one, um, the property was vacant on the market for 30 days, not one single offer, staged it in two days' time, $1.85 million. 
dollars. Thank you. <laughs> Stab's got a look on his face like just this is music to my ears. Well, it speaks yeah. for itself, well, doesn't look, it? We're raving fans, to be honest, Jane. We definitely are raving fans. I, I suppose a lot of people listening to this right now are going to be asking the question, you know, properties that are selling in two days and, and less than a week. So how does it work uh, you know, in hiring? Um, do you charge for four weeks or how does it work? Um, because if it's sold in two days, what, where, where to from there? Yeah, it is um, – when we issue our quotes, it is for a four-week duration um, and we offer two weeks complimentary as well to cover the difference between a private and an auction campaign. We do get asked by clients, yes, my property has sold in two days, come and pick it up. We prefer them to wait till the property is unconditional so it's a, a secure deal and then we are happy to collect. And for those cheeky vendors that do ring up and say, I didn't use my four weeks, can I have my refund? Um, I say, you just received an amazing result. We did our job. We did our job well. We helped you achieve that. And that was our service to you. And that's what the clients are paying for, that result. The fact is, though, Stab, the majority of the cost is involved in um, yeah. the setup. So the, the selection of the stock, the, um, the picking, the packing, the logistics involved in getting it to the property, the mm. setup, it's not keeping it there. That mm. is where the cost is involved. So in terms of um, exactly what Karen said, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a, flat quote, a flat price that we um, quote. And then um, if the property sells, we're all really happy. If it sells really early, I think it's benefit to the yes. agent, benefit to the vendor, benefit to us. We've done, everyone's done their job mm, well. That's exactly right. And look, to be honest, Jane, when uh, a vendor says to me, you sold my property in, a, in seven days, do we get a discount in the in the commission? My <laughs> yeah. answer to that is, so you want a discount because we did an exceptional job in a short time. Exactly. What happens if it was on the market for 12 months? Can we actually charge yes. 10% then? Do we charge 1% per month? And they just look at me awkwardly. I said, so so I think it's a success fee. And the girls are right. And and look, that was a loaded question. I knew the answer, but I wanted the public to hear it because I think it's important for the public to be educated and understand that, you know, the the majority of the work is in the setup, you know, mm. no different yeah. to a listing, no different to moving furniture in. It's actually preparing it, you know, getting the photos taken, getting the floor plans on, getting onto the internet, getting it ready. A lot of stuff gets done in the rehearsals, not what you see on stage at Broadway. And that's how I, exactly. I sell it. And do you get the yeah. uh, the scenario happen where people love your work so much they say, we've just bought the house and could we keep some of what you've styled it with? Because, I mean, it's breathtaking well, sometimes. Jane, that happens a lot, oh. which is which is really, really rewarding. Like we have a lot of people that, um, that want to buy as is. They want to buy the furniture as is. And obviously we tweak it depending on the client and that's where the interior design element comes in. But, yes, that's always very rewarding when they love what they see and they fall in love with the whole package. So that happens a lot. Well, we're running out of time, but I just thought I'd get a couple of tips for someone listening who is going to be putting their place on the market and wants to maybe help you guys out a little bit first. Is it really just declutter, de-junk, fridge magnets? Do they have to come off? Because it disturbs me when I see people's kids on fridges on real estate listings. Is that a good place to start, just getting rid of all the clutter? Yeah, it's a great place to start. Get as much... um Clutter. I, I love going to people's houses and they've got their kitchen benches just full of mail and books and, oh, I just, yeah. Yep. Clean slate. You're moving. It's time to start packing. Start clear away things, pack it into boxes, and it helps It helps you, to, the vendor, too, with the process. You're moving. You're selling and you're moving. Absolutely. Cleaning the property, Jane, um, getting rid of the fridge magnets or the um, – 
all the all the junk that's around, making sure the lawns are mowed, all that sort of thing, which is quite easy for someone to do without having to um, outsource any resources. That's always a really good first step. And also things like taking down photos and and you know personal stuff from the walls is you know that like it's a little bit more work. But would that be a good start for you guys when you want to put artwork in? Artwork is really, really important. So if you've got really, really large, like if you've got large family portraits and things like that that are um, quite polarising, they're things that I would take down. For example, I um, when we recently sold our property, it was like we had it set up for ourselves, which, you know, from a design perspective looked great, but we, I still did a lot of work to it to get it prepared for sale. So I still pulled out anything that was overly personal, made sure there was nothing extra lying around that, you know, indicated who was living in the house is the best way I can describe it and then obviously made sure that you know every element was as clean as we could make it before we needed to get anyone in to professionally do any painting or anything like that. Excellent advice well before we let you go Stav you've got a little good news story for a a property in Melbourne that is close to your heart I did not spend as much time I think as you at festival hall watching rock bands but I've certainly had my fair share of great nights there tell me about festival hall so yes, a lot of us uh, Melbournians, uh, and especially people like us, born in the uh, in the seventies and grew up in the eighties, um, we did spend a lot of time in this fascinating place uh, called Festival Hall. I probably split it fifty fifty between the Palais uh, in St Kilda as well. But Festival Hall, the most interesting band I probably saw there would be probably Striper. I saw Striper there, oh. which is a real you know huge rock band from yeah. America. Um, but it sold for twenty three million, and the reason I bring Striper up, Striper actually um, was a is a born again Christian band, and they were probably one of the most fascinating bands I saw there. And the buyer was actually Hillsong Church, and bought it for twenty three million dollars. So there you go. So we're going to have uh, a bit more rock and rockin and rolling going on there, but uh, a little bit more uh, in the. Christian sort of space. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not yeah. sure ACDC are going to be no. uh, heading the bill for Hillsong. But look, I mean, the background is a lot of people thought it was going to be bought, knocked down and developed. Yeah. And a lot of people thought that it was an icon in Melbourne. Mm. Uh, Jessica or Karen, did either of you spend time at Festival Hall? I have to say that I have spent many a night there, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's always great though, isn't it, when you see an iconic building like the Esplanade down in St Kilda, which has now yeah. had a huge new lease of life. It is nice to see some of these places uh, get saved and I'm sure there will be many a, a great night to come under the uh, Hillsong banner. Yeah. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining us. I, I guess you're planning on a pretty busy downhill run to Christmas, aren't you? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it, it has been crazy to say the least, but a good crazy because we've missed it. We've missed our clients. We've missed doing what we do. So it's fun, Jane. It's good to be back. And for people who are interested in your services at Kikai Styling, you can uh, jump on Instagram and Facebook. I love your Instagram, ladies, because it certainly paints the picture of the work that you do. And also on the website, kikai.com.au. We're going to put all of those links in the show notes as well. Jessica Foisy and Karen Kelly from Kikai Styling, thank you so much for being on Under the Hammer. Thank, thank you, you both. It was fun. Thanks, Jane. Thanks, Stavros. See you, ladies. And, of course, if you want to get in touch with Stav or any of the team at O'Brien, you can jump onto their website as well. And, Stav, we've got your phone number and your email in the show notes. What's in store for you for the next couple of weeks? More charity stuff or are you just going to knuckle down and do the auctions? No, so I've got an auction tonight. Uh, I've got an auction Thursday night. Uh, we have started a new charity, of course, being November is synonymous to Movember. Yes. So that's why I've got a little shadow just under my ah. uh, just under my nose above my lips. So. Uh, 
it's going to look the way I see it is it's going to be busy right through. We're not taking Christmas off in the real estate industry. We're going to work right through. That's what we anticipate. So it's a it's a huge you know you know run through right now. Yeah, I mean you, you've had so much time off this mm. year to get prepared for this busy period. Uh, and whilst we are actually recording this sort of uh, lunchtime on Wednesday, we're keeping an eye on the US election. Look, I'm not a political expert, Stav. I'm not sure you would be either. There are rumours though that if you want to get a place in Byron Bay or anywhere in a beautiful part of Australia, you better get in quick because if Trump wins, there might be a whole lot more Exodus. expats from mm. you know Australians living in the US coming home or mm. people wanting to get here. So what do you reckon? Is that something uh, that I, could happen? <laughs> I exactly agree. And, and that's been on the cards. Uh, a lot of people have been saying that, but there are a lot of expats coming back from South Africa, England. And breaking news this morning, we've been told that I think the 23rd of November, the borders are open between Victoria and New South Wales. So you're going to have to be quick. So I think there's going to be a lot of Victorians doing the same thing. So Yeah. Wow. Mm. Uh, that is, once those border uh, openings are confirmed, I think that's going to feel like the end of uh, corona for a mm. lot of people here because until you can go and see your family interstate, it hasn't quite uh, finished mm. yet, has it? Well, look, Stav, that's actually it for season one of Under the Hammer. So thank you for being with us throughout a pandemic and now what you call, you know, the slingshot as the industry mm. bounces back. We've really appreciated your insights over the last last few weeks. And if you're listening and you've just found the podcast, go back and listen to some of our incredible guests, including, you know, people who have won awards for being great agents and really great at what they do. So go back, have a listen and share this podcast with a friend. And Stav, hopefully we can do season two very soon. That would be great. And thank you for everything, Jane. Uh, it's been great doing this. Uh, so I go from Greek radio to your <laughs> podcast. And all. And sometimes I've got a couple of words mixed up uh, in the uh, in bi- bi- being bilingual. So there you go. And I still can't say your Ambedizes. No, no. <laughs> Ambedizes. It rhymes Ambedizes. with Mercedes. <laughs> so. Stavros Ambedizes from O'Brien Real Estate has been with you. I'm Jane Neild and we have been here thanks to the team at Direct Connect. We really do appreciate their support in getting a real estate agent, a real estate podcast happening during a pandemic. And of course, if you're an agent and you're interested in using Direct Connect, they can take so much of the load of your day-to-day business from you. Give them a call on 1300 664 715. Till we speak to you next, take care. Thanks for listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. If you love an insightful podcast, Red Energy's podcast lifestyle series is for you. For home design and decoration, don't miss Homestyle with Shana Blaze. Getting the balance of large open spaces is about creating zones within one space. And if you're busy in the garden, catch the sport of gardening with Dale Vine. Compost is on trend at the moment. Powered by Snowy Hydro and leader in renewable energy, switch to Aussie-owned Red Energy today. Red Energy's podcast lifestyle available from your podcast provider and on the SEN app.